He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. Do we sing happy birthday to you now, John? I don't know. I mean, happy birthday to to you. you. Happy birthday. Oh, we got a singer in here. It's Senator Alphonse Sabata. In in the studio, we we have. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. And happy birthday, WABC. And we will be celebrating tonight WABC's 100 years. In the studio with us, we have a a few common sense people and maybe a couple of so so. A couple of crazies. (laughs) No, not crazy. No, crazy. A little more. I'm talking about myself. Uh, argumental, okay? Uh, we have uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. We have Congressman Peter King. And there's a rumor that King's Highway was named after him. And uh, the best senator our, our state has ever had, <laughs> Senator Alphonse D'Amato. Welcome, guys. And I'm glad you guys are here. And Dr. Peter Mikolos. Oh, I got I need the formula. And He's in fine. person, Dr. Peter Mikolos. And uh, welcome, uh, Dr. Mikolos. And thank you for being here. Thanks. It's always great to be in the Cats Roundtable, the truth center of New York. Well, thank you. And uh, uh, I think we have some breaking news, and uh, I think John Solomon is calling in. Breaking news, WABC. And that breaking news coming from who else? John Solomon, intrepid investigative reporter of JustTheNews.com. That's JustTheNews.com. John Solomon, what you got for us? Well, Anthony Fauci is going to be spending some time with his arm raised uh, giving testimony. Why? Because the federal judge in Louisiana has ordered the medical chief, the infectious disease chief of America, to testify in a lawsuit brought by two attorney general, Louisiana and Missouri attorney general, alleging that he was part of an effort to suppress American free speech by pressuring social media to censor uh, certain Americans' views on the COVID-19 vaccine, COVID-19 virus and other things. This is a major win for the states, and it will be a very interesting and important uh, moment for Anthony Fauci because for the first time he's going to have to answer under oath what steps he took to try to censor viewpoints, some which now have proven to be true. Right? There have been concerns. There were people early on saying, hey, the vaccine won't totally protect you from uh, getting infected might lessen your your uh, response to it, but it, it might not. Those, that turned out to be true. But for a while, there was an effort to censor those types of opinions. This federal judge is going to put Anthony Fauci under oath, and, and we're going to see what happens in that in the next few weeks. Wow, I mean that, that is a major because I've always said from the very beginning because I I interviewed uh, Anthony Fauci I think in uh, uh, was it January of uh, twenty or twenty one something like that twenty twenty mm-hmm. I believe so right before right before the pandemic broke yeah, yeah because and, it's and, been almost two years and and and, um, and I said later on because I know. Uh, uh, my my interview was being broadcast by Hannity, by everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Either Anthony Fauci uh, was conned by the Chinese because he knew him so long uh, and and he believed them, or the other side of the fence that they were partners in something. Right, because I remember, John, he said in your interview, we have nothing to worry about and this doesn't transmit COVID human to human. And boy, was he wrong. That's, yeah, listen, that's what's at stake here. Fauci's entire medical uh, expertise is going to be put on trial. And the idea that he was censoring things that might disagree with him that turned out to be true, if he was wrong and he, the censored material was right, it will leave a long shadow legacy for uh, this 50-year federal doctor. 
It costs, it costs the, our country, the United States of America, trillions and trillions of dollars by shutting down the whole operation. And so many lives mm-hmm. lost. And John Solomon, once again, you were right. You broke this story last week, but now we have confirmation. Biden knew all along about this Trump raid. Tell us all about it. Yeah, not only did he know, according uh, to the document that I made public last week, and now the federal judge who appointed the special master, President uh, President Biden instructed the National Archives to send evidence to the FBI and initiate the criminal investigation. So Joe Biden not only was in the know, he's the initiation point for what turned out to be a criminal investigation of his political rival in 2020 and his likely rival in 2024. Remember how much the White House tried to deny this? Oh, Joe Biden's not in the loop at all. Well, the judge who appointed the special master went out of her way to mention that document that I, I made public last week that I got from the archives and now uh, says it's even relevant to why a special master needs to be appointed. If this investigation starts with Donald Trump's rival and is overseen by the Justice Department, controlled by that rival, there's good reason to do a special master. Uh, that is correct. Though. That, that document has been uh, a significant development in understanding how a records dispute suddenly filed into a criminal investigation with a, a search warrant raid. John Solomon, my concern is uh, ever since uh, President uh, uh, Biden has been in office, the American people have been losing and the rest of the world has been winning. And uh, I, I just, you know, it's mind-boggling. That's all, mind-boggling. And, John, I watched your interview this morning. Our way of life is under attack. I don't think that's hi- hyperbolic. What do you think, John yeah, Solomon? I, I, yeah, listen, I think that's true. Uh, the idea that a government felt comfortable to use its powers to censor Americans would have been anathema in any other earlier generation of Americans. The idea that uh, we could, uh, without making laws, cancel people's debts and, and, and pick winners and losers in the free marketplace would have been anathema in any prior generation. The idea that we could exit uh, Afghanistan was such extraordinary failure and there not be consequences for it or there not be consequences for an FBI making up a fake investigation of Donald Trump on Russia collusion. There's no real consequence. I think that would have been anathema in another generation. And here's something. This just came out. This is about an hour ago. The Homeland Security Department's inspector general said that contrary to what Joe Biden told us, contrary to what the Joe Biden's advisors told us, Many of the Afghans who were rushed into this country uh, during the failed uh, withdrawal were not properly vetted, which resulted in people with terrorism ties getting past security and into this country. That's according to the independent, nonpartisan Homeland Security watchdog. Uh, Another example of a president telling us one thing and we're finding out something later on. John, we have a a minute or so left. Uh, Tell us, uh, I mean, we had uh, Ray Kelly uh, on uh, the other day on our show, sure. and, and and in 1993 he was offered the FBI job, mm-hmm. and uh, yes, he was in 1993 he was offered it. He just to become a, uh, and he didn't want to give up his police commissionership. He said, uh, should, "Should Christopher Ray should he stand up and and say if if the Justice Department is politicized?" Should the FBI director have the ability to stand up and say, there's something wrong here, guys? Listen, I think that one of the most important things in the FBI domestic investigation and operations guide is that the credibility the FBI derives to exercise the powers given to it by Congress is by being candid when it fails. This FBI has done everything to try to not acknowledge its failures. It takes a judge to reveal that they accidentally, they improperly gave 
privileged materials to their investigators. That's one of the findings that were in yesterday. The FBI never admitted that. We got that from the judge. Chris Ray needs to have an acknowledgement of the problems that are now clear and present to most Americans. He hasn't really done that. He's danced around it, made excuses, said, I made some changes. I think a lot of Americans want him to more uh, aggressively embrace the problem so that they can be fixed. You have to acknowledge them before you can fix them. The culture of politics in the FBI concerns tens of millions of Americans now. We have to have faith in our FBI, and Christopher Ray has to stand up and give us the faith. And our leaders need to have courage. They really do. I know it's not an easy task to stand up and tell the truth. But thank you so much, John Solomon. Again, that's John Solomon of JustTheNews.com. Thank you always for informing us. My pleasure.